Hello and welcome to Sipping Tea, where we talk bollocks and talk Tottenham and we don't sip tea. TJ, he's TJ, I'm Callum, he remembers how to do this, I promise. I had to wet my whistle there. <laughs> no, I'm TJ, that's with Callum. I'm from Mississippi, he is from London, we met watching the Spurs play in Dallas and started a podcast. And somewhere along the way, we picked up a Pennsylvania nurse, Pennsylvania Inn, and our buddy Dane brought him back. It was uh, He boosted our ratings by, I think it doubled last week. So <laughs> From one to two. <laughs> the American idiot. What's up, bro? What's up, lads? Hope everyone's doing well. I wanted to thank you again for having me on the pod. I mean, I think we got a lot of talk about today. There's a lot of breaking news with Tottenham going around right now. Oh yeah, uh, one of them isn't actually what I want to talk about because it's sad as fuck. But I know TJ's got more information on that. No, jump into it. Oh, I'm talking about you, boat. I'm talking about Perisic out yeah. for the season. That's probably like, um, so, you know, some people might see him as, you know, maybe old and and liable for kind of overrun sometimes, but I think us at the pub, we love him. When he comes on, he changes the style. He, he's always attacking. Yeah, he's kind of a liability defending sometimes, but those little those little stepovers that go nowhere, they sure look good on camera. So missing him for me is a little bit of added excitement. You know, always is gonna he's always gonna try and whip it in at least to, you know, you've always got to put something in the mixer, try your luck, kind of roll the dice. So I think we're really gonna miss him as like an impact player, like late on. Uh, yeah. I'm not sure if the other two that we have as options are going to be really impactful. So, yeah, it just sucks, really. Yeah, you know, um, and, and it, I, I think Big Ainge has kind of plugged him in as going to be his super sub. Um, I think he's yeah. most prim games, you know, either we had it in the back and, and brought that veteran leadership on there at the end, um, kind of close out the games, or, or even, you know, the good segue into our wild game that we had this past weekend. Um, but, you know, yeah. Parasitch on the uh, – on the cross from the corner, they got Richie his uh, well-deserved slash mentally needed goal. Oh yeah, Richie Rich. But it that's definitely you know, a hot topic. Something Dana and I were kind of chatting about before you hopped on was just in a comparison to like I don't know, I guess American football. Like it's pretty common over here that I feel like players get hurt in practice, right? And like. I was telling him, I was like, I don't know if I've ever heard of a, you know, soccer slash football guy getting hurt in training, like in blowing out of ACL. Um, I, I'm sure it happens, but I was just like, yeah, kind of an interesting data point. It happens. I mean, it happens a couple of times. It happened, it's happened yeah. to the, the he who should not be named. It's happened to um, it's happened to a few people. I mean, the ones that it doesn't happen to are normally, you know, probably your probably your wingers and it should be your your forwards because those guys your attacking players are pretty much like in the locker room it's like you do not touch in training yeah and no no hard tackles no defenders and stuff they're gonna smash each other they're gonna you know you know what i mean but um yeah so to happen to him i mate acl blown out like that i mean you're you're probably on the wrong you're probably on the right lines of how the nerve does that happen yeah. like well, age? age? Is it age? Like, you know. Well, it could be. And you wonder if age is going to affect his recovery. What I guess what Euros are coming up 2024. 20, That's got to be, I guess, what he's trying to get back for. Yeah. Yeah. Well, TJ, I'm glad that you brought that up because I was sitting here just kind of doing a little research, like looking up on it. And they actually, you know, I don't know if this is true or not, but they kind of said that his recovery time is five to six months. And I feel like that's pretty quick for an ACL injury, especially when it says that he damaged his PCL and his MCL in the tear. So, yeah, you know, maybe, uh, maybe, hey, maybe listen, him and Nick you just Jones started speaking German. Him. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Um, uh, yeah, no, I saw that. I mean, they were saying, what, March, April? Uh, yeah. We've been throwing out that time frame and thought we'd have him back by the end of the year, which, <sighs> you know, may, maybe ACL surgeries are just, they're, you know, we've advanced in medicine that much. I don't know. What would Ricky Bobby say about it? 
Maybe you guys are hiding <laughs> the stuff in the, the Tottenham locker room there. You're not sharing with everyone else. So. To be so fair. Based off our usual uh, recovery time from injuries, that is the complete opposite of what happened. <laughs> oh, uh, you never know. You never know. The Aussie might be bringing some of that kangaroo special juice and you know, giving it to old Perisic. And maybe he's got maybe he's got quick turnaround. But no, uh, I think I, I think... <laughs> <laughs> nice lube. I think basically that's to keep everyone positive. You know, like you, you're not going to just say like, ah, well, you know, you've got him for the rest of the season. You know, he's gone, whatever like that. Yeah. You probably put like a little, hey, he's gone for a long time. By the time March rolls around, most of us are thinking like someone, you know, it, we've moved on as such, not thinking about it as much. So yeah. probably just well, to kind of keep everyone somewhat positive. And I think his contract's up at the end of the year too, right? Mm-hmm. I think we only yeah. signed him on a two-year deal. Uh, I think I could oh. see. I mean, I could see two things happening there. I could see us probably trying to get him for the rest of his career, and yeah, then also, yeah. and then also, uh, I don't see Ange being a kind of coach to like, hey, rush back. You know, like he's gonna. I feel like he's the kind of coach that's gonna take care of his guys and just be like, do you know what? It's okay. We'll 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 fill in where we can. So I yeah. I, I could see us trying to work a deal out. Probably get him cheap. Probably get him like on a cheaper contract. Maybe lower his wages a little bit too. <laughs> so, uh, so you well, know. Everybody, oh, everybody, pour one out for Perisic's knee tonight. And um, you know, with that segue though, and talking about his cross, what a wild match over the weekend against Sheffield. Um, yeah. Probably the wildest I've ever saw the pub. Um, the Liverpool match last year was pretty pretty good, but then obviously that didn't end. Um, uh, yeah, too, too well. But but this one was uh, I, I don't know. Calamari was say, like throughout the game. Oh, I would say like I mean not to not to really kind of rub it in Dane's face or nothing because you know we're winning while they're losing. But it was a uh, pretty spectacular. You know I've seen a pub maybe that wild. Conte Tuchel handshake. You know, there's certain things that like stick out to me that are like that pub went, no, it rocked. Uh, yeah. But yeah, for sure, four uh, four goals. Yeah, we saw four goals during that. So the two Brennan Johnson, like he scored twice on his debut, both ruled out. And you got the Richie goal and then Richie assist to Kulu for the goal. Uh, we basically had 95, 90 odd minutes of just, you know, this is shit, like, Getting really excited, we'd explode. We were singing, we were singing like joke songs pretty much the whole time. So the atmosphere was like more just like let's just have a laugh, days over, whatever. And then yeah, that that ending is that's like Rocky Four kind of shit right there. And the funny thing I wanted to point out was the not only Richarlison getting the golden assist like you make you guys mentioned, but Kulu's goal came from him coming from the left side with his right foot to score the goal. When the entire game, we watched him try and cut in on his left like he normally does and just get shut down, and we were all screaming at him. So that, to me, was like, you know, cherry on top. Yeah, which, right, I mean, the game was a little chaotic, but when you brought Johnson on, he clearly went to the right. And so I don't even know where Decky was. I don't... He was, like, kind of moving. He just floating in the middle, him and Madison just... Yeah, um, he was just moving. You know what was interesting, and, and now I don't even remember. But was it did we pull off Van de Van and put on Hoybier there at the end? I forget the sub, but but you could tell yes. that, that Big Angel was going for it because you know you're, you're which is down one nil at home right to Sheffield, which it, it mm-hmm. you know you should not be in that <laughs> position, um, you know. But but we were just like okay, yeah, go for it. Um, in which it was so funny because up until probably the 90th minute, you know, most guys were like, no, we're still, I'm, I'm not happy with the draw. <laughs> and then no, you know, we draw, yeah. and then everybody's just like, all right, cool. And then we don't even have time to come back down before we've got that winner in. Um, so it was such, like most Tottenham games, right? Just such a roller coaster because first half, I thought we played well, right? I mean, yeah, no, I, I think the whole game. Unlucky did. shots. Um, you know, I, I don't even know what the, what the stats were and see if we can get to it. I think but, it was, you know, I think I it was something like. We, we had, a, yeah, we had 28 shots, 10 on target. Yeah. 70% possession. And Sheffield were starting wasting time in like the 15-minute zone. <laughs> you know, and and their keeper played a, played a T.J. Baggett move and tried to handle it outside the box and we got a yellow for it. So, 
Oh yeah, that 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 was that was pretty that was pretty uh, intense in the pub too when that happened. Like, cause you know we'd been we like wound up like a tight spring, you know, like watched time wasted, and then you just seen that. I think people were ready to like jump through the screens and try and act like a teleport. Um, but yeah, Dane, did you catch any of that game? Yeah, yeah. I the the biggest thing for me, honestly, is I think it's just it's a huge confidence boost for Richarlson. I mean. I loved the fact to see him with all the criticism he's been getting and how much people kind of been saying he's not performing to the level he needs to be that like in a crucial game like that, both goals that you scored, he was a key factor in both of them. So I'd love to see that, you know, I would love to, for him to develop into what he kind of used to be when he was, you know, playing over at Everton. So if, yeah. if that's something that he can get back to, um, that'd be great. But I mean, yeah, it's, it's, you guys showed great fighting spirit. I mean, you know, Many games, many games, I've seen other teams be down one nothing towards the end, and you just kind of give up, or you, you know, you throw shit at the wall and hope it sticks. But you guys actually had two quality goals throughout the end of the game. Oh, yeah. oh yeah, these boys will run through. These boys, you know, fuck a brick wall. These boys will run through a tank for for big hands <laughs> right now. Um, but I, I just want to ask you as well. Like, I was really like itching to ask you this today, um, okay. as a as a as a mutual. I like okay, I'll admit this to our five listeners and to you boys. I've admitted it in the past. Always had a soft spot for, like, Newcastle. Like, and then they've never been good. Now that they're, like, competing with us and, like, (laughs) have been better than, like, us, like, it's hard to kind of like them. It's hard to, like, watch them succeed or whatever, even though they've got in trouble today. But as a mutual, do you enjoy watching this kind of football? If it's Tottenham, or if you take the name away from it, just, like, as a mutual, just watching that game? Yeah, I mean, I I for sure do. Um... It makes it interesting, you know. Like you said, you know, Brandon Johnson came on his debut and he scores two goals. You know, they, they get taken yeah. away. So you're like, oh, you know, you have the highs and you have the lows. And then you go up back again to the highs and then you go back down to the lows. You know, two goals taken away and you're like, all right, now we got to dig. <laughs> yeah. like, you know, it's like, hey, we already did it. We should be up 2-1 right now. But guess what? We're still down, you know, nil. Oh, mate. You know, I'm, TV, I'm getting like. I'm going again, like we're back in there right now. Oh, Dane, you're getting me fired up. Love that. You know, that's just, that's the games that I love to see is like you guys showed the fighting spirit and you did what you needed to do to get the result. And you know, now you deserve the praise for it. Yeah. I'm glad, I'm glad it was good to watch. Yeah. I mean, uh, and, and that's what probably kept us somewhat positive, right? Because chances were coming, right? Um, and, and, but as a Spurs fan, you're used to just, you know, everything. <laughs> not going your way um which is funny though right because we broke the record for the latest comeback what in premier league which yeah. we broke our own record that was Bergy at leicester um which funny enough like both of those being the tottenham is i guess that is the most spurgiest thing that yeah that we yeah. happen to have both of those records when typically we we we're, we're known as, as bottlers 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 yeah no, Butner, um, butlers, definitely not butlers. Butlers are, you know, more like Arsenal and shit like that. I know. <laughs> no. uh, so, I mean, the final point I was going to make on the game, and then, like, you guys can have your final says on it, was uh, TJ, you mentioned it earlier. I watched this video um, of a breakdown of what Ange Ball is, um, and it was really interesting. Kind of like it, it, they kind of showed different points of views from like other people. Yes, massive kangaroo nuts. Uh, and he's, and, you know, previous people like Joe Hart talking about him, you know, all of these amazing people saying how incredible he is. All right. So you've got this incredible guy and he has a style that he wants you to play in, but like, you've got to like actually execute that. And you've actually got to have the right players with the right mindset. I think that comes down to having a really young team again. And then also just big nuts on every motherfucker on that field. Solomon stands about four foot tall. He's balling around people like he's six foot tall. And then, you know, Dane, Dane mentioned it earlier as well. This, like, just, it's fun to, you know, fun to watch. I didn't know that when Ange is attacking, we, like, we play with almost just two defenders. He expects everyone to expect the next two to be ahead so that midfield actually has four. And then it's the three above that that's set into like a front block. So that if the ball does ricochet and come back, like it's like high press all the time. When we took off Van de Ven and we put on Hoiberg, who's going to go into midfield as well, we go down to one defender. 
you go down to one man left at the back and you are on full attack. To me, like, that's... I mean, look, for it. Yeah, that's... I mean, I think that's probably one of the greatest things you could you could ask for in a manager, no? Yeah, I mean, for, for sure. Just that... Well, and, and again, like I said, I, I think when... And for us being through... I don't even count Nuno, but, but Mourinho and Conte, <laughs> right? And even still, like, we were down... Maybe was it was it a cup game or something or maybe Champions League? I don't know, right? We were down. I think he pulled the dire off and put Sanchez on, right? We're used to seeing those types of subs um, mm. that are, like, one, just deflating in general. Um, but, two, it's almost like, hey, man, you're not even going for it. You're not even trying. It's like, ego. It's egotistical. I don't yeah, I want to I want to stop like, my getting beaten, like, yeah. embarrassingly, and I want to just put the game yeah, to the, and, yeah. and to the point, right? I mean, we, we kind of know that center backs are key. Um, and, and our setup, and we were basically just like one center back, whatever. We lose to Sheffield two 0 What's the difference of losing one 0 at home, right? But no, yeah, no. I mean, it was a, a lot of uh, yep. We kept the momentum going, rolling into Arsenal this weekend. Just the confidence, later. yeah. We'll, we'll talk about. We'll talk about next week later. <laughs> Dane, unfortunately, no. Nope. Brighton are playing well. Brighton are playing well. Yeah, and you did not look great over the weekend, but any I did I I didn't even watch the game right because was that same time as ours? It was right. Yeah, or early. Yeah. What what what's your takeaways from 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 your guys' game? Um, you know it's tough because remember last week when I said that Brighton was going to finish top four, and they may. I'm going <laughs> to stick with that statement. Yeah. <laughs> um, but. Uh, honestly, there's there's a lot of changes that need to happen with United right now. What, there's there's injuries all over the field. There's players that are just not performing. It's just it's a tough time right now. It's it's we're not going to change it by snapping our fingers. You know, it's it's going to be a long year. You know, it's, we're kind of in that road right now that it's going to be a long year. Um, sorry, I got something right here. Um, but uh, it's just going to be a long year. You know, today. You know, I'll bring this up briefly, but, you know, watching the Bayern game actually, you know, didn't look too terrible. Um, yeah. I was kind of pleased with – I was kind of – well, besides the Onana, yeah. That, are, you, that, are you watching the same game? But Were you watching to, the same game? Mate, your goals were – your goals were like ricochet lucky goals. The reason I say that is because we go down – Two nothing. Like the game's actually pretty competitive. Like we have chances, they have chances, mm-hmm. and then the very first goal is a ball shot at Onana's fingers, and he actually throws it in the net. You know, like my grandmother in her grave could have saved that. You know, like it's it's horrible. And one of the worst things is like you you're playing a good game, and then you turn around and watch your goalie do that. That's just like the most deflating thing ever, and I'm not even on the field. You know, I can't imagine what they're saying. I actually <laughs> let a howler in just like that on Monday night. I mean, so we were. We, can we just? Can we just? Can we just review? Actually, it didn't matter, but when, when he did that, you know, it's kind of. It's for me. I was like, you know what? Even the pros do. There you the go. Can we just review? Dana just said, "My grandmother in in her grave could." Uh, yeah, I mean. Yeah. You know, well, you know, I mean, we love dark humor. So yeah. yeah. <laughs> and to be fair, and to be fair, right, the casket was made <laughs> the goal. So yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly, exactly. Uh, but no, like in all seriousness, you know, we go down two 0 at halftime. We come back out, and whether they were lucky or not, you know, we gave up a, a penalty that was, you know, an obvious handball, and then, you know, we come back and we have a chance, you know. Thank God for Casemiro scoring two goals and, you know, five. Agent Erickson. Yeah, for real. Agent Erickson. No, so, I mean, what do you, I mean, but just going back to, just going back to, uh, you know, the Brighton thing is like you played well for like 15 minutes, the opening 15 minutes of that game, you guys were, you guys were balling. This game, I feel like you were, you were shaking. I feel like a lot of your players, like I hate Bruno, but he's a, he's a machine. Like absolute like rage machine sometimes gets carded sometimes you know gets hot tempered but sometimes you need that as well hence he wears the band but like you can play well right and then still lose 
what happens what happens in players' minds around United that might not be happening at Tottenham? And that's not I don't actually mean that one as a dig. It's like genuinely looking, you had about nine players that were just heads down during that uh during the Brighton like Maulin, and you just got school. Whereas only Bruno and Rashford are like smashing into people, running into you know, like chasing everything down, like Yeah, I mean the only thing that I can think about is like the players that you see with their heads down, obviously. The past three, four years for United, we've been going through kind of, you know, manager changes. We've been not having the greatest years. And then last season, Ten Hag comes in and we actually, you know, finished Champions League spot. We have a good season. And then you start this year and it kind of feels like you're going right back down that roller coaster ride. And I feel like it's getting to the point this year where they're sitting there and they're thinking, oh, shit, like we're down, you know, one, two nil, whatever the score was. We're, we're losing to Brighton. You know, we're not going to be able to win this game. And that's where I feel like it's it's just like a mentality thing right now that we, besides all the injuries and all the changes that we're making, we're trying to battle our own internal self to be better on the field because we yeah. – United is known for giving up early goals to teams that they shouldn't be. And yeah. we're known for fighting back. I mean, look at all their games this year. I think it's like a st- it's like 95% of their games this year that they've had like seven or eight games. So like probably eight out of seven out of the eight games, they've given up the first goal within like the first 10 minutes of the game. Like it's, it's very, very common. Yeah, yeah. Very end, very end of season Spursy. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, I don't want to harp on it too much as this is a Tottenham podcast, but like there's just a lot of <laughs> that, that need to be made. So let's let's talk about you guys and how you have this swinging dick momentum to go in and knock Arsenal around a little bit. Uh, I'm hoping so. But it is what it's at the Emirates. And I think I looked it up earlier, kind of when we kind of had the group chat going around and. I mean, I think it's been since like the early 2000s, since the last time that we won there. Um, so, right, go, going into the Emirates usually isn't doesn't fare very well for us. And both teams have momentum, right? And and I saw the highlights in their game today, and they just absolutely steamrolled PSV. Um, which our only hope is is maybe they spend a little little bit too much energy um, during that game and. Right, we're all resting. We've had we've had, you know, four course meals every single day and massages <laughs> and all that shit. And they've just had to go run around like brick shit houses. Yeah, I don't even know where that game was. So I don't know. So I sorry, I, I didn't mean to just kind of dip out there. I couldn't believe that stat, and I don't know why I didn't know the answer because I saw I saw in your eyes there's a little bit of a question of like when was the last time Tottenham won? So. On the, on my on my all football app, it has Tottenham last winning at the Emirates when it wasn't even the Emirates when they were fucking still the Woolwich Wanderers, which they still are. They are not. There's no place called fucking Arsenal. All right. So uh, when it was Highbury in 2006, we won a we won in the league three uh, two comeback victory as Spursy as it can yep. get um, to win at their to win at their gaff, which I mean is. Pretty dismal. I f- didn't think that. Like, I remember watching yeah. us batter Arsenal for like yeah. four four years in a row. Re- but I guess every single time it was at home. Yeah, and then I guess it says that maybe in 2011 it says oh, okay we, we won there in the Premier League. Um, but yeah, yeah, so I mean that's I may have read that, yeah. after, after, after over ten years though. Um, yeah, still yeah, that's crazy. I didn't so know that. You look at it at one side of. Oh, we're going there. We never win. Or eventually, statistics say <laughs> <laughs> we got to win there at some point, right? So, why, why all right. Um, that'll be interesting. Do you kind of getting into some predictions here? Do, do you do you start Richie um, after the game mm. last week, or do you put him in late again and, and you know kind of yeah. keep in your pocket as a as a super sub? I. Go ahead, Dane. I'll let you answer that one first, actually, as a mutual. I, I mean, Calm, I think we were going to agree on the same thing here. I I would keep him as a super sub for right now. Um, there's there's a lot of reasons for that, but I think the main one is, hey, you know, we subbed you on late last week, and you know, look at the energy that you brought in. Look at what you did. You know, I I don't think there's any reason to change that. I mean, 
I'm not going to say this because I haven't watched all of the Tottenham games. I don't know how he's been performing or whatnot, but just looking at, you know, my fantasy Premier League app, he's not been performing when he starts. No, he, no, he hasn't. You know, so I feel like there's no reason to change anything up. I feel like if it's working or if it's worked at least once, hey, let's try it again. You know, you, you can't do any harm with that. Yeah, and I, I think I agree. Uh, I was just gonna let. I just wanted to see what he was gonna say. Uh, I think I think that you sit you sit him, tell him, listen, you're going on, like regardless. Sit there with a fire in your belly and a fork up your ass. Get ready to go on and just like you know send him like a like a ravaged beast into the you know into the middle of the pitch and tell him to just score goals. I think that I think that is the best way to use him. And you let the rest of the team kind of try and build something. Because uh, Dane's right. He hasn't started well. And I think he gets in his head. When he hasn't scored in, you know, 20 minutes or whatever, he's probably going to start just rushing shit. And definitely gets in his head. Callum, you just put through a ton of imagery right there. You had fire in the belly, fork up in the ass, and something about a dragon or something. <laughs> Ravage, no, ravaged beast. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Um... <laughs> it's all the same thing, right? I'm like I'm not I promise you I am <laughs> What up Luce? I'm pretty sure I am the most anti-social person right now uh and I look terrible on camera but I really just have to find something on my phone real quick so you know talk yeah. much yourselves So you know and we didn't I don't think we were able to hit on it last Oh, boy, yeah, yeah, we hadn't hit on this yet because it was coming out of the international break, but, you know, kind of keeping on with Charleston. Um, I don't know if y'all saw, like, when he got subbed off from Brazil, like, homie was in tears, like, crying. You know, and basically gave them yeah. saying, hey, you know, whatever, I I just, I need some mental health. Um, help, I, I guess, for lack of better terms. Um, and, and I don't know if y'all caught what, what you know, Big Ange then obviously had to, had to speak to the press about this comment. Um, and I don't know if you're called it, but it was, it was pretty good. And, you know, kind of given the, the spark yeah. notes version of that, it was basically saying, Hey, you know, like we all struggle, we're all human. You know, at the end of the day, you know, people think that these, you know, footballers, cause they, they have the money, they have the fame and, you know, they're, they're playing a sport for their living that, you know, they're happy. And, you know, I mean, I, I think he needs like, you know, look, he's like, I've been, you know, a fairly successful coach and I have you know, demons and that we all, you know, deal yeah. with and, and and I just thought that was a really class way to kind of handle that. Oh yeah, he's a he's and, he is a top, top bloke. And, and who knows whether Richie got his mental health counseling help before the match. Um if so, <laughs> then we probably need to schedule that more before the before the Arsenal game. Um, <laughs> I not, think that may have been I, it, if, mate. Yeah. If not, then I, then I I'm going to credit the games for having him back and, and kind of giving that giving a pretty class statement there. All right, so, boys. Uh, real quick, oh, no. I, I want to no, run this. No, 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 no. Just hold on one second. This is important. This is oh, really no. important. Oh, I no. promise you, it's not a dick pic. <laughs> oh wait. <laughs> Can the camera see that? Fuck, I'm wasting time on a podcast. That's what I was about to say. Keep in mind that most people listen to here are YouTube videos. No, no, no. They can watch it. They make this the thumbnail. That's my girl. All right, so we this got, is terrible. What's it? I, I can't All right, I'll explain it. I'll we explain it then. This is terrible. Internet. Yeah, it's it's literally Alicia. I was like, hey, look, babe, what do you think of this stadium? And she goes. Is that Arsenal? She goes, fucking hate Arsenal. Oh, this is terrible. And then she flipped it off. That's the moment you knew. Yeah, there you go. That's better. There it is. There it is. Very nice. Yeah, waste of of 45 seconds. There you go. All right. That's one of my most proud possessions right there. A picture of Alicia flipping off the Emirates. All right. I'm Nothing better than that. All right, so I was doing a little bit of research here, and I want to kind of run something by you guys and just kind of you know get, get pick your brains for a little bit here. So for Arsenal, right now throughout this season, they rank seventh in average goal scored. So they annually score 1.8 goals a game, and Tottenham has allowed 
about one goal a game conceded per match, which ranks fourth out of the EPL. Now looking at the other side of since things. Since when? Since the beginning, like the start of this year. This year. All right. All right. Yep. Cool, cool, cool. And then oh, Tottenham. <laughs> and then Tottenham <laughs> ranks third for goals per match, ranking at 2.6, while Arsenal is tied for second on goals allowed per match at 0.8. So if you look at that, it kind of looks fairly even. I mean, you, you know, Arsenal has less goals against, but they don't have as many goals for. You have more goals yeah. for, but then a little bit more against. And, and again, I, I think that goes back to our style of play. You know, I don't think Ange really cares about clean sheets as long as you, you know, and, and I think he said it in one of the <laughs> interviews. You know, it's we'll the score point of the game is to score more goals than the other team, right? So if you're doing yeah. that, um, yeah. but, you know, I mean, Arsenal have a very is a very class team, right? I mean, it it it's going to be a tough match. I'm going to ignore you said that, TJ, and just follow up with, yeah, that's very even, and uh, and I think no one wants to draw in that scenario. So fuck it, my I'm putting out a prediction right now. I think it's going to be three two Tottenham. Hmm. I like it. I, I like that your analysis was also fuck it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> very, very the big edge way. Very data driven. Here's a picture the big of the way. stadium, and we're gonna win. Yeah, as <laughs> basic as it gets, mate. No, that was that was all based on factual evidence. That was that was a scientific prediction. Dana said something about something, and I just said, <laughs> "Fuck it, we're gonna win." There it is. I like it. That that that's a very good mentality to have. <laughs> Who does United have this weekend, Dane? I don't even know. I don't want to look. Someone, someone they're going to lose against. <laughs> yeah. At this point, um, I can put team um, name here. Hey, it, you, you've got you've got Burnley. You yeah. Got Burn, Burnley. Oh yeah, that's a one nil loss, mate. That's a fucking one nil loss. Here's the thing, right? Is that we were talking about this in, in a group chat that we have with with some of our close friends down here, and the one other friend, his name is Connor. He's he's a United fan as well, and he's he says the worst thing about United right now is the fact that there's hope. Like it's it's the false <laughs> hope every single time. So you know what? I'm gonna take some of his advice, and I'm not gonna hope for anything. At least then you can be pleasantly surprised. Exactly. That's fair. Well, and, and I was trying to think back earlier. I mean, United started out awful last year, too, and eventually got it together. Do you, do you think maybe Ten Hag just has, like, the, the Harry Kane doesn't score in August. It's just menu doesn't win in, well, I can't say August now. No, <laughs> Man United doesn't win until fucking January. Uh, we did have one win in August. Thank you very much. Oh. <laughs> Uh, I, oh. Honestly, we're not. Like, we're, hey, we're not. We're not trying to gang up on you here, but it is. It is a great, great time right now to be. To be, you know, a Spurs fan. Probably, you know, City. Fuck them. That's not even real fans. But like, you guys have had, you know, amazing success. So just let some of us have it. You know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's. It would be if if it was the tables turned. I'd be coming on this podcast and asking you guys all these questions. It'd be a completely yeah. different story. I probably wouldn't be invited back. So, you know, it kind of works out perfectly. No. I mean, you know. Say I, what you want, mate. You just get booted. <laughs> You'll get it together. You got what's, uh, what's that? Amabarat? How do you say his name? That guy. We were oh, yeah. Right, yeah. A, couple, a couple years ago Who? and everybody hated it. And then he went it's, off in the World Cup. Yeah. He's Morocco. Morocco. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You've all, I mean, what is your timeline for injuries, too? Because you've also got so players, they're just injured. injured. Y'all bought him hurt. Yeah, we bought him hurt. And then here's the thing is we have Wambasaka's out for a, at least like two to three months. Luke Shaw's out for a couple more months. Varane is out for a couple more months. Um, like It's just right there. Luke Shaw and Varane yeah. are pretty much – they make our defense look so much better when they play. And yeah. now we're having to play Martinez, who's not the most reliable. He's very hot-headed. You know, I like to think of him as a white Argentinian, you know, Clay Campbell. Yeah, or Romero, yeah. And, you know, it's just – it's we have a lot of things to figure out. I would love for them to turn it around, but 
we need to either change tactics. We need to change other. I mean, like look at look at what we're doing right now. You know, we played Bayern today, and guess who started on right wing? Our right mid. You want to tell me? Police crew. Yeah, not, you guys. I was gonna say you're gonna. He's a fucking 18 year old kid. He probably just started wanking two months ago. You know, like <laughs> it's just. Yeah, I did. I actually did see that when I came in. I, I caught the second half. Yeah, and Pulisic was like pretty weak on the ball too. Yeah, he was trying to dribble through, but was getting just like kind of knocked around like a redheaded stepchild. Oh <laughs> yeah. man, yeah, I didn't even. I, I was kind of in and out of the game. Um, I don't even know who that kid is. Maybe I know, I it sounds like Paul pull your string. What did you say, TJ? Hall- Halland from Wish. Yeah, ba- baby Halland. Yeah, you know they're they're brothers and United eyes. So, <laughs> long lost cousins at least. Yeah. Less of a far, less of a stretch. So, is there any other big games coming up this weekend? Probably not, because all eyes are going to be on North London. Yep, North London derby, and that pub is going to be buzzing. Uh, TJ, you never actually threw out a prediction. Hmm. One one. Boo. Mate, I love you and you're my friend, but boo. Remember earlier when you said nobody wants a draw? Well, TJ does. Yeah, fuck this guy, right? Who's your mate, Dane? Who's your mate? <laughs> that, that is my realist, realistic expectations, right? I don't want that's, that's actually sounds like based on the science stuff that Dane said. I don't, I don't want the false hope. <laughs> Right. Me, me and Dane right now, we're, we're going to operate in false hope while while you operate in. We're going to smash them. Kangaroo land. Fuck it. Oh. Hey, uh, I do I do have a question. This is a little bit off topic, and I don't want to go on a huge tangent. That's okay. We, but, were, we were kind of running dry there. Uh, did any of you see the missing F-35 plane? <laughs> Please tell me you've seen that. So the only... TikTok I've saw about it is Oh, you said TikTok as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Is 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 the black dude uh emulating the sounds of the <laughs> No, basically I was bringing it up because uh I saw I saw the video of that person that actually like caught it on video and they thought they were just like watching the plane, whatever, they're like, oh, look at this. And then it starts doing all this like, weird shit. The guy the guy ejects out the plane. And then they ask the public to help them find a plane. Maybe Manchester United can ask the public to help them find some points. Go on, son. That was good. That was good. I can't even be mad about that one. That was, that was classic. That was a good thing. Callum, did you, did you work on that all day? Yeah. No, I just told you I came into this like hot headed. Like I, I just boiled that up and just let that go. Sorry, mate, you caught the brunt end of that. I was uh, I had about T minus three seconds to prepare before this. Hence I was I like, actually I, I kinda hope that the plane landed in the middle of Old Trafford so our game gets cancelled. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was uh South Carolina or North Carolina or something. Give us another week to think about it. Yeah, I think it was I think it was South Carolina. Yeah, one of the Carolinas. And then the other bit of news that I saw is uh, the Harry Kane buyback clause. True or false? True. Fabrizio, Fabrizio reported it. It's true. That man don't lie. <sighs> That's true. It's very true. He doesn't lie. However, could this be a white lie? <laughs> I, I just, oh, mate, I don't want to get my hopes up. I mean, I think- even though even though he's dead to me still, but, you know. Allegedly, we had that in the bail deal too, right? Where it's just if it's if I think it's what specific to Premier League clubs, right? If if any Premier League club puts in an offer and Bayern accepts it, Tottenham can match it, you know, and then they have yeah. to sell to us, I guess, right? Also, yeah, it's also like one of those if they like they have to they have to be putting them up for sale, right? And like it has to yeah. be like an open market sale. It can't just be us approaching them saying like, "Hey, I want him back," right? Right, right, yeah. So, we'll see. I mean, I thought he looked okay today. He still looked a little sluggish out there, but maybe he's just figuring some things out. Um, I did see, like, I don't know if you saw his post-game interview with uh, Carragher and Henri and... Shabai Shalai. 
Kate, Kate, Kate Aldo, is that her name? Um, and it was so funny because they kind of ended it, you know, and, and honestly, like Harry gave a pretty good, Harry picked our, uh, Tottenham to win this weekend though. Um, just FYI. But, um, it's the kind of the end of it. Character yelled something at him in German. <laughs> and Kane was just like, no idea what you just said. It was so like, <laughs> and, and it was like, he's like, no, I got nothing. Um, <laughs> So I mean, what do you? I mean, what do you think? What do you think the likelihood uh, and kind of timeline of of you know Munich possibly even being open to that sale? You know, to sell him back. I mean, I think he's there at least two years, right? I mean, it probably a little bit depending on how well Bayern does this year. I mean, if they win the Champions League, then you know maybe, maybe, maybe King says, all right, now I've won, uh, you know, whatever. I've, I've won my trophy. I'm, I'm gonna come back and and come after the, the premier yeah um, unless she like, does what Bale does and goes and wins everything yeah but but maybe he also <laughs> enjoys winning trophies and stays there but realistically would you even want him back and what's like the range of his age and then how much you're willing to spend yeah, on him I mean it, it, that's yeah. my point yeah if if Big Ainge still has the team rolling right why I mean even Kane as a 32-year-old is probably – I don't know what his cost would be, but it, it, it it's not going to be on a free, and it's probably not less than 30. You know, so, yeah, I don't know. I mean – and, and I forget what, what – what's the effect called? I, I saw it thrown around, but it's like basically um, – was it the Patrick Ewing effect? Let's agree with that later. <laughs> well, but, wait, no. but I, 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 only know, I only know the stock, Stockholm effect. Yeah, um, and I, I meant to even look it up to kind of see, but but my guess is the Knicks right got close with you know Ewing for all those years, and then as soon as they got rid of him, they started doing even better. Um, so yeah, I guess they call it the Ewing theory is technically Fair what it's called. But anyway, they said you know maybe, and I'll, I'll read it. it says it's when a star athlete that receives a large amount of media attention and fan interest, but crucially never leads his team to any meaningful success, leaves their team. <laughs> and then the team exceeds expectations without that player. So I can love that. All right. Know, Let's roll with that. Dedicating this, this pod to, to Patrick Ewing. Uh, Give me some of that. Yeah. And yeah, you know, but, but maybe that's actually what you're seeing, right? You're seeing some of these guys step up, but um, you know, I mean, in all honesty, this team is completely different now than even when, when Kane was there, right? I mean, other than Son and whatever, a year and a half with Decky and Romero, it's a brand new team, right? And yeah, kind of functioning on all cylinders. And, and yeah, maybe, maybe. Kane oh, yeah, we've got, we got players on loan right now, too. I mean, yeah, you know, you don't want to, don't, don't want to bring something in and kind of mess up the. Hey, and he can't get his number ten yet because because Madison's <laughs> have stole that and, and trying to trying to make the most of it. Yeah, Madison's gonna stand there and be like, "Yeah, sorry, mate. Yeah, no, your your number's down there. Can't get nine either because Richie's got it. So yeah, he's gonna he's gonna have to go back to thirty-seven or whatever it was when he come out of the academy. Yeah, eighteen and thirty-seven. Mm-hmm. All right, so moving on real quick. Uh, what is your shithouse list of the week? And then predictions for Dane, you've got to give me an official prediction for your game. And then you owe us a prediction for officially the, the Tottenham Arsenal game coming up. Mm. TJ, you want to go first, shithouse list? I am, but I'm not going to know who, who did it. But it happened in the Champions League today. Um, it was it was Real Sociedad was playing Inter Milan. Yeah. And... He was one of the teams from – he's one of the guys from Real Sociedad. But it was like, whatever, you know, he was on the ground and a Milan player is kind of like standing standing up and they kind of get their legs tangled. And then he all of a sudden like grabs his nuts and starts rolling around <laughs> acting like he got stomped on. And in real time, yeah, it did. And it was funny, Michael Oliver was refing the game and comes out straight red, VAR oh. at it. Takes it back because this guy just absolutely faked it all and then gives a yell to the other guy. So whoever that guy Mate. was from Spain, um, I mean he, that that he I mean, going on my, my my shit house. And, and you he, need to if it, 
And he was going on it either way. If the red stood, he was still going to get it for right that way. <laughs> um, but, you know, I, I think it is funny now that, um, you know, with VAR, it, it, it does make that a little bit easier. And it was – I forget. It was one of the uh, one of the wingers or whatever from a line. But, like, he went up and shook Oliver's hand after, after he rescinded his <laughs> Anyway, that guy's going on mine. I don't know who he is. We'll look that up. And Dane, you, who you got uh, on a shit house list this week? Oh, easily Onana. After that piss poor, <laughs> that's easily there. Um, I mean, oh, I'm sorry, we get so much laugh out of it. No, it's it's. If anyone hasn't seen that, please take the chance and just look up the replays and just look at the first goal and tell me that it would be hard to not save that ball. Yeah, like, hence, hence your grandmother in the, the grave could do You're it. damn right. I she would that, cross the sea and I, I, I still literally let one just like that in. <laughs> we can't, so I'm only, <laughs> me, me, me and Onada will share, oh, I'll share that award with him on the podium. Oh, difference so, is, TJ, you don't get paid fucking millions of dollars to do that. I don't, I don't. But I, I do, wait, wait. Almost Stanley ain't paying you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> almost, threw a, almost threw a poll in the group chat, though, to see who and, and ask who would lend in more howlers this year, me or Onana. Oh, oh you should have. And like, the Well, no, is, just because – well, if you don't like the response and it ends up being you. <laughs> <laughs> the thing yeah, is, yeah, too, I'm like – paid millions of dollars to do that. My charity work. Fuck it. <laughs> see, De Gea was always – he would always let in a couple howlers every now and then once – like in the season. But then he would also make great saves. Well, not right now is just fucking might as well not even be in the goal. <laughs> it, it is so wild too because did the hell win the Golden Gloves last year? Yes. I mean, no way. It, it, no, 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 no. Yeah. Two years, two years ago. Two, no, I, was it last year? I, think I thought it was last year. I thought I saw a picture with him and Tim Hogg. Um Golden hmm. Glove winner, Graham. Would that be twenty twenty two? Yeah, he did. You're right. Yeah. Oh wow. I thought it was two what? years. And then you guys just bit, and then you guys just like, bend him off. Oh, he well, was. You know yeah. No, yeah. Not yeah. only did they bend him off, nobody else is. He's still a free agent. Yep. Yeah. Well, I think mm-hmm. it's probably because of the liability that the Danes. I mean, you got you got last couple of years where yeah, he's making absolute, you know, cat like reflex saves, and then he's also just standing there looking at the sun while the ball rolls past him. Um, my shithouse list goes to something actually like like from last weekend. So the recap this podcast is covering as well. Um, by the way, I forgot to tell you earlier, fuck you for bringing up Champions League seeing as we don't have it. So yeah, leave that one there for you. Um, was actually, this is a kid. It doesn't name the kid, but this is in the, this is in like all the escalator, the main, the main kind of uh, area where the fans are leaving Tottenham Stadium. And this is after we've just had that comeback getting ready for the coming match a kid a child probably like nine ten years old on top of his dad's shoulders everything goes quiet and he just puts his arms out and he goes when i was just a little boy my mama gave me a little and then everyone he had the entire thing just join in and start singing and his dad is like you know even though his son is just cussing you know he's got a heart out i think that is gotta go up there for me on the shit house list of the weekend yeah no, no, no different than the kids that were raising in the pub every weekend, right? Oh yeah, Jackson! Shout out, Jackson! Yeah, that man, that, that man will be headbutting people soon, throwing them out the pub himself. We trained him well; it's fine. Wink, wink. All right, all right, Cam. Yeah, here it is. Your final prediction. Yep. So I'll give Manu, and then I'll give the Arsenal and Tottenham. Manu, I'm gonna say, yep. I'm gonna say three one. I'm gonna say we let in a, a shitter, and then we win three one. Okay, I was like, which way is that going? <laughs> fair well, enough, fair enough. Remember that conversation we had earlier about not getting the hopes up? <laughs> out out yeah. the window. All right, and then I'm going to have to be this guy. You can be this guy. TJ, kick him out right now. Mute him and kick him out right now. Just, just mute him and kick him out. I'm going to have to be this guy. I think it's going to be a very- Actually, yeah, I don't want you to be dishonest. Yeah, yeah. I think it's going to be a very, very close game. I think Arsenal scores first. 
I think it goes into halftime, 1-0 Arsenal, and then I think you guys come back in the second half around like the 60th, 70th minute, you score a second one, tie it up 1-1, and then I think it comes down to the last 10 minutes of the game, and I just think, depending on how the game rolls out, I think Arsenal's just going to find a way to squeeze another one, and I think they're going to end up winning 2-1. Okay, you're dead to me. The the late winner is what's going to hurt. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have to say that, boys. Bye. That's all right. All right, guys. I'm not joking. That that hurt. That hurt deep. That cut deep. But that's, I appreciate the honesty. That's, that's, We're going to get a bunch of hate now. They're going to try and cancel the podcast, even though no one listens. And then, you know, you just kind of ruined it all for us. So, well done. Yeah, hey, you party pooper. I'll be the guy that everyone hates so that you guys can get famous. <laughs> we're going to end with this, and it'll only be for, for our six people that watch on YouTube, but we've got a new foster dog, and I have to show you guys on camera what this dude looks like. Oh, definitely, definitely. It can't be much more exciting than that little girl that, you know, the one – did you did you ever meet her, Dane? The dog the that had that people? condition where the legs would seize and she would, yeah, stretch so out. So Oh, my goodness. Oh, buddy. No way. What is that? I don't know. So he, he looked like <laughs> I don't know. A pit bull, a Rottweiler, and a bulldog, and maybe a little bit of black bear in there. Look uh, at him. Black bear. Todd. He's just a sack of potatoes, isn't he? What's up, Todd? Yeah. TJ, I'm not going to lie. When you first brought that dog over, I saw like the color <laughs> of it, and I thought it was a Rottweiler. <laughs> That's what I thought too. Yeah. Oh, but so anyway, cute. He will soon be available for adoption. We'll drop a link to the love pit. Um, Definitely. Todd said it spurs to one. It's probably about time for him to take his 17th nap of the day. There you go. Well, yeah, that's uh, that's awesome, and we always love supporting the Love Pit, and I guess a lot of love at the uh, at the pub too. So definitely shoot that link out there, TJ. I take back everything that's been said in this podcast bad because I've just seen that beautiful thing. He is now the thumbnail for this episode. <laughs> boys, I do oh, have boys. just, to, oh, just boys, a little bit of appreciation. Come on, Spurs. Hang on, he's trying to say something else. Come on. Just just one last thing. It's the longest outro to a podcast I've ever heard. Come on, United. Ah, fuck off. Get, get out. Get out. Come Leave. On. Kick him out. See you guys. Pot over.